quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders in the house, Holly G, along with my special guest tonight, Jay Golden. Special, special. The Golf Renaissance Man. Oh, yeah. Got that right. You have no idea how many fields related to golf I am unemployed in. It's unbelievable. What a renaissance this is. So we have a great partnership with the Big Summer Golf Card. You know, we've been talking about the last few weeks. And uh, through the month of June, so you've still got some time left, you can pick up your Summer Golf Card for 30 bucks. That's 50% off, Jay. And you get some of the best deals around Orlando in terms of uh Golf at about 100 different courses in Central Florida. So you, you cannot buy this card. Fantastic. I mean, it's, and, and they have the big money golf tour. They have all kinds of contests going on. Uh, you can win all kinds of cash and prizes, and it's really a great deal. The Big Summer Golf Card. Check it out, bigsummergolf.com, and pick up yours. They're just launching here in Orlando. They've been on the west coast of Florida for over 20 years. So um, really, really great that now Central Florida golfers can take advantage of this. The TheBigSummerGolfCard.com. We're going to waste no more time. We're going to go straight to Bob Herrig from ESPN.com to get his thoughts on the U.S. Open. Hey, Bob. Bob, Hello, are you there? Bob? Just because she said waste just before your name. Bob, are you there? Bob is not. I might have to Bob? sing one of my songs. It's all about Bob. We love live radio. Slow down, you swing too fast. Hey. Well, um, I'm not sure Bob picked Brooks Kepke either. Now, I did say last week I thought something unexpected was going to happen with this U.S. Open. I had, I had a premonition. I just, I thought there were too many things going on. Um, Rory coming back from the rib injury. Dustin, you know, a little distracted with the new baby coming into the world. Um, and, hey, Ricky trying to get the job done. Everybody Ricky was on the you know, Ricky train. You know, but Ricky, Fowler, he, Ricky he's been on the tour for, I don't know, seven years now or something like that. And he only has four more wins than me. I mean, to think of him as a great champion. Okay, Kathy Whitworth has 88 wins. I don't think I'll catch that one. But, you know, he has a lot of hype. But four wins in six or seven years is not a real favorite. And has had, you know, let's face it, he's had some trouble. Closing the deal on Sunday. So let's get the thoughts from Bob Herrick. He's on the line now. Hey, Bob, we're talking about Ricky Fowler and uh, failing to close the deal on Sunday. Yeah, hey, guys. Yeah, I agree. It's um, a little troubling. Um, now, he would have had to shoot a low score, uh, which might be uh, unfair to ask that. But um, the fact that he didn't really make it uh, a game is what kind of bothers you. You know, he, he, re- he really wasn't a factor over the last couple of holes. And he didn't really and make a move on moving day. He did not. And, and that you know, the same thing kind of happened to him at the Masters. He was only one shot out of the lead there uh, going into the final round and shot 76. So <clears throat> here he was uh, two shots back and, and shot 72 on a day where obviously, you know, the winner shot 67. And Ricky, Ricky would have needed to shoot 66. But, you know, if he shoots 69 or 68, maybe he's, he's putting some pressure on and he wasn't able to do it. Bob, uh, Jay Golden here, congratulations on picking the winner, Brooks uh, Kepka. It's one of the great 
predictions. Uh, <laughs> tell us how you came up with that. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Yeah, thanks a lot. I, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I had him to be honest with you. What? And, and, and mostly because he's not really done all that much. You know, I know as talented as he is, and is as well regarded as he is, and, um, and he had won one tournament. Uh, and and he's had good. He's had, now he's, he has been good in the majors. He's had some high finishes in the majors, uh, but but not really. You know, they're contending with four or five holes to go. So um, you know, hey, now that, that's we say this. Maybe this is the this is the the breakthrough that that leads to a lot more. But I think we've said that about a lot of the guys lately. You know, that they're seven straight first time major winners and. Um, I think a lot of those guys are ones that we have thought could uh, could add to it. No, no doubt about it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I did ha- say something last week, Bob. I said I felt something unexpected was going to happen with this year's Open. Uh, I didn't think that Rory and DJ and Justin Rose and Jason Day would all be out of the mix. Uh, but you know the way things have been going, it seemed like you know perhaps we were we were going to have an interesting leaderboard as you know we have in recent majors, and a lot of names that people didn't recognize. But boy, a lot of you know fresh faces, and you know great golf swings. And I think this is you know this is the this is the game. This is the era moving forward. A lot of parity. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. There's. This is what we have now where it's, it's – I think it's going to be hard for guys to win multiple majors, for guys to dominate. Um, you know, just two years ago, Jordan Spieth won the first two and <clears throat> finished second at the third one and missed a playoff by a shot at, at the – He almost the won all four. That was one of the greatest years ever in majors. It, it really was. But, you know, you just wonder if even something like that can be duplicated. Um, you would think that Dustin Johnson would contend in all of these, the way he's played. You know, obviously, uh, Jason Day looked like a world beater two years ago. He's been hurt a lot since. Uh, you know, I, he's sort of waiting for Rory to get back on track. So um, what is it about their games? Do you just feel that they're inconsistent? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think we got spoiled by Tiger in that regard. It's hard to, it's hard to win these things. Um, they are inconsistent. They have their ups and downs. <clears throat> you know, I don't. I don't want to go so far as to say they don't always fight through it. But I, I do think it's easy to, um, to sometimes, you know, just okay, accept the results and move on. Um, uh, you know, Rory and Jason Day, and even uh, Dustin, they all they all seem pretty at peace with missing the cut there. <laughs> um, you know, some guys wouldn't wouldn't take too kindly to that. We know Phil wouldn't. Uh, I, and I'm wondering, you know, uh, what what Phil was thinking. I, I don't think he was conflicted about his choice, but it certainly seemed like it could have been his open. Well, the way it turned out, a, a course with really wide fairways would have been great for him, you know, and soft greens and a great great short game. Um, I think we're all sitting there wondering now how it might have gone for him. He had just played pretty well the week before. You know, and uh, it's uh, it is. It's a shame that he wasn't that he wasn't able to to, to make that work out because I think uh, you know it was sort of a U.S. Open venue that suited him. You know, the the tight uh, fairways and uh, you know brutal rough round greens where it takes away his chipping advantage um, are are really not his style. 
so <clears throat> this would have been interesting if he could have been there, obviously, for, you know, for reasons that we know that are understandable. He wasn't. Well, you've got a story on ESPN.com about the breaking news, of course, that Bill and his longtime caddy, Jim McKay, are splitting after 25 years. Uh, it's a long run uh, between uh, between Bones and Phil. And, um, you know, they've talked about some of, of uh, Jim's injuries. What, what do you make of this? Do you think it's just the time has come? Is it, you know, and, any, and is there anything to make of it other than, uh, you know, is Phil is Phil looking at the next five years thinking, "Hey, I need to maybe I need to mix it up and get something fresh here." Give us some dirt, even if you have to make it up. Yeah, you know, I, I, if there's really anything to it, I don't know if we're ever going to know. Um, but but I also think this is more bones than Phil. Um, you know, I I think it I think Phil's probably okay with it. Um, he understands it. I think it's more, you know, long time for Bones. I'm not sure Bones is looking to go to caddy for somebody else right away. Um, I just think that um, uh, it, it is surprising that as long as they've been together and the fact that there's been no issues to this point, um, I think kind of is what makes you wonder how it would have ended now. I mean, you know, Phil's 47. Uh, how much longer is he going to keep going? Uh, you know, if anything, he might have gotten into a mode where he would have been a, uh, you know, sort of a, a ceremonial player and maybe play a few Champions Tour events, and that would have been great for for, uh, for Bones. Uh, so the fact that they're that they're parting ways, I think, is, is surprising. Um, uh, and maybe it's just that they wanted to make sure they did stay on good terms. You know, uh, uh, it's you have to believe that over the years there were a few tense moments where where maybe each other didn't want to see one another for a while and they've managed to make it through all of this so um it is remarkable yeah it's just too bad you know i think it would have been neat to see it keep going and um but um but he's keeping uh, it in the family his his brother is is picking up the bag right yeah see that's another reason why i think this is um this was something that wasn't really maybe at the front of Phil's mind because if he was going to do something like this, he probably had, would have had somebody else lined you know, up ready to go. And, and, you know, his brother has a job, full-time job as an agent. Um, uh, and, uh, this is, you know, this has to be sort of a temporary thing. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I he's, and, you know, he's going to have to find somebody else. You know, going into next year, probably. You know, he's not. I don't think he can rely on his brother, who's got. You know, he's John Rom's agent, and probably has a few others that they're working on, and that's that's probably not a long-term solution. So, uh, that again, that's why I think it's all very interesting. Is it true that Bones went to Phil's daughter's graduation and booed her speech? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> now, he was still he was still doing the job. He was out there hoping that he might get that last minute uh, you know, rain delay. Good good for Bones, you know, doing it right down to the end. I, I did pick up an interesting piece of trivia, Bob. Uh you know how Bones got his nickname or from whom? I do. I do know that story. Do you want me to, yeah. to um spill the beans? Or? Yeah. Well, it, it was actually Fred Couples. Right. And and um, 
you know, Bones has told this story a few times, but it, it was all the way back in 1990. It was before he was even working for Phil. At the time, he was caddying for Larry Mize. Apparently, there was a group of players and caddies at some tournament, and they were all out to dinner somewhere. And he, it, he um, Bones said that Fred was trying to get his attention, and, and he, he didn't know his name. And he was kept yelling at him and yelling at him. And finally, he just said, hey, Bones. Like, referring to the fact that the guy was skin and bone. You know, very <laughs> tall and thin and skinny. And knobby knees. And, and it stuck. It stuck that mm-hmm. week. And it stuck that year. And then it just stuck forever. So, uh, uh, you know. Leave it to Freddie. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and because he didn't know his name, which is, is perfectly within character. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. All right, Bob, well, we'll let you go. Um, you know, great coverage. Uh, glad, uh, glad to have you on. And uh, who's your pick for the Travelers? Uh, I'm going with Rory. I figure he's got a little... Uh, Chip on his he, shoulder? He, he, absolutely, especially after the whole Elkington thing, and just missing the cut and wanting to, you know, wanting to prove everybody wrong. All right. Well, it's a, it's a great tournament up there in... Uh, Cromwell, Connecticut, where hopefully the weather will be a little cooler than it is down here. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Check out all of his great stories. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. See you later. You're listening to 96.9 The Game. We'll be right back.